1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yes, it is. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Hot and sunny today and tomorrow. Nothing wrong with that. If you got to do yard work, you better do it early. If you fire up the grill, put an umbrella over it or wait till it's dark at 10 o'clock. Um, I'm not the baker. My wife, Elizabeth, is the baker. But when I thumb through this book, and I'm having to do it from a PDF because the first printing of this book sold out. And if I could show you the pictures, you would know why. If you could read the recipes, you would know why. The book is, uh, well, it's different than I think I would say any other book that I have talked about when it comes to baking. Um, It's simply titled, 50 Things to Bake Before You Die. And you'd go, die? Why do we have to talk about dying? Oh, God, if you read the recipes, you're going to die. If somebody would ever come up with scratch and sniff This book should have that on every page with these beautiful photographies of magnificent things. And now you would go, Oh, so did your guest come up with all these recipes? No, I think she did all the work to put them together because it's a who's who of the world's best cakes, pies, brownies, cookies, and more from your favorite bakers. And uh, her name is Allison Reedy. She's a, a dessert obsessed food writer. Her words, not mine. A restaurant critic. She lives in Colorado, and she's nice enough to join us today. Allison, welcome to The Good Life.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me.
2: I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I'm telling you, even on my iPad, thumbing through the book, uh, did you take the pictures, or did you have a a talented food stylist?
1: I Okay, so this is interesting, because I am not a professional baker at all. I am your average amateur home cook, Um, I just wanted to collect these. I I like dessert, I like to eat dessert. So I wanted these recipes. I never really thought it through the photographing (laughs) part um, because like I can't make a perfectly crimped pie crust. I can't decorate a cake that looks like a professional did it. Like mine looked like a second grader did it. Um, So that was the (laughs) most challenging part of this book was making it look beautiful in the photos. And yeah, I didn't take the photos. I had my, my friend and amazing photographer, Greg McBoat. He helped me with the photos, with the styling. I mean, he helped frost the cakes because like I said, mine would look like probably more like a kindergartner frosted them.
2: (laughs) Okay. But then that begs the question, did you, when you got the recipes from all these talented chefs, did you bake them yourself? And then with his help, you made them look pretty to take pictures?
1: Yes, exactly. I I definitely did all the recipe (laughs) testing and baking. There was, Uh, like, last year was the year of dessert in our house, for sure.
2: Oh, your husband's a lucky man. Um,
1: (laughs) No husband, but kids. The kids are very happy. (laughs) Oh, God,
2: I hope they're not fat like me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're still young enough that they can burn it off. Work it off.
2: Oh, good. Well, let's talk about you, because I think, again, that was another thing that uh, captured me about this whole book when I got the press release is, you're not the baker you're you're like my wife you bake and it comes out okay and you can eat it with a spoon and if you're like me you eat it all with the spoon probably more than you should. Um, what got you interested in what you do in Colorado, what you do food wise and got you started and give us if this is your life how about that?
1: Probably more like like most people like you like other people I was just I love to eat. And I love food. And I actually used to be an economist, so very unrelated to food. Um, And then somehow I I kind of dropped into food writing. And that, that was more than a decade ago now. And I've just been eating ever since. And for this book, I mean, dessert is definitely my favorite meal. And we have, in my house, we have first dessert, we have second dessert, we have lunch dessert. I mean, we do a lot of desserts over here. So I I just wanted to collect kind of the best of the best, the greatest hits of kind of all these desserts I love to eat. And, yeah, that's how the book came about.
2: Wow. And then, this must have been when the real chore started. Uh, Yeah. Recipes. You call somebody that bakes for a living— and, and they could probably come up with 50 of their own recipes to put in the book. But first, you have to find them, and then they have to decide with your help what recipes are going to do. What a coordination problem, I would imagine.
1: It was. And, you know, sometimes... It was great and it was super easy. And then other times, I mean, there are bakers like Christina Tosi in here, uh, Dominique Ansel, Dust Goldman. Like these people, they have people. You know, I'm not just talking to Duff or Christina Tosi. Like I have to go through the lawyers and the publishers oh. Oh, and yeah. all, all kinds of people, agents, assistants, and they have to sign off and go through their legal team. And so it was a lot to a lot of coordinating and kind of paperwork that I didn't really, like I said, I didn't think it that well through. I just thought, okay, I have this great idea. I'm going to do it. Um, But it it ended up being a lot more work than I thought, but it was also a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of delicious baked goods. So I think that was,
2: it was worth it. Well, you know, who was it? I just saw, I saw a movie and the, the, the the one topic was don't think, do, Uh, Yeah. you know, and so it's a good thing you didn't think.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If I knew how much work it would have been, I don't know. That I would have committed such a good chunk of my year to
2: it. But well, I'm, I'm glad I did. Yeah, And if I was your publisher or your publicist, I would say, okay, so what's the next 50 things to blank before you die?
1: Well, that's the million-dollar question, I guess. I don't know. I don't uh, know what's next. I don't know that I can tackle anything else. Like, I'm not – I definitely do more baking than cooking. So if you have a yeah. good idea for me, let I, me know.
2: Think of it: the fifty things <laughs> to grill before you die. Grill. That's fifty a good things one. to saute. Like breakfast. And fifty yeah. breakfast items to cook before you die. Yeah. God. Fifty. I don't know. But but the <laughs> fact that you did it the way you did, you know, uh, a lot of people that are home cooks, even uh, chefs that are trained and, and and they want to write a book. It's all about them and the recipes that they have come up with, modified or put into play and put in the book. But I think it's so fun to see the different backgrounds of the people that you tapped to submit our uh, you know, recipes and, and to see what was selected. And that brings up the yeah. next question. When you talk to, talk about the first the first baker that you connected with and how did you do that?
1: So I think one of the first ones, well, one of the first things I did was I talked to my friends about this. And because I'm a food writer here in Denver, um, I know other food writers. And one of them, one of my friends was a food writer in Boston. And so she knew Joanne Chang, who is, uh, she has Flower bakery. She's a James Beard award winner. She's amazing. yeah. And she connected me with Joanne and like, what a great start. Um, and so I asked Joanne, I said, you know, what is, what is one of your favorite recipes that would fit into the theme of this book that, you know, you just have to make, you have to make this. It's amazing. And for her, she picked the her homemade Oreos because, and she had a really cute story when she was growing up, her mom wouldn't let her eat Oreos. She couldn't eat like, you know, the, the commercial (laughs) processed food like that. And so when she was an adult and could do what she wanted to do, she made these Oreos and they're a big seller at her bakery and she was kind enough to let me use that recipe in the book and so that actually is the first recipe in the book and it was the first recipe that i got
2: Uh, how cool and you know uh, i have many years ago even back when i was actually not fat uh, i used to (laughs) fool myself and say well look this is a one pound package of oreos if i eat the whole thing what i gain a pound (laughs) Uh, it my logic was faulty uh, but boy i love those and I, the, you you did that so good i was hoping that the oreo recipe was was a part of this uh, we're going to talk about some of the recipes but i think the the coolest part of this and the thing that i think you should be the most proud of is the time effort and patience to deal with all of the layers of people to get to the baker to the the chef the author of the the recipes yeah and then (laughs) and then between you and them decide what is one of the things that you would want to bake before you die that had to be it's just such a different way to put the book together and i think that that's what makes it so fun
1: thank you yeah and i wanted a diverse group of bakers and recipes you know covering a lot of the united states because here i am in colorado but you know, the South has their own amazing recipes that we yeah. don't really have great versions of here. Yep.
2: Yeah, well, and, and boy, Flower Bakery and Joanne Chang. That was, that yeah. Was, she's that.
1: amazing and, and so nice and kind. And so I'll, I'll put in a little plug for Joanne. She doesn't have people. She did this. Like I worked with Joanne directly, which
2: Isn't for someone great?
1: as big as Joanne has become, that's pretty amazing. Yeah.
2: Well, look, we got to take a quick break, pay some bills. We come back, we'll just kind of browse through some highlights, and I meant it. Someday, somebody is going to come up with Scratch and Sniff. And we, <laughs> I hope so. And when you can have this, the s'mores cake that's on the cover. Oh,
1: and, my gosh, that and, one's so good.
2: And to see how fun it would be to scratch that and smell it. Oh, my goodness. So many great <laughs> recipes. and. you. Uh, My guest today, Allison Reedy from Colorado, has put this together. A labor of love. A labor would be an understatement, but it is truly 50 things that you should bake before you die. I'd love to tell you we're going to give away a copy later, but the first printing sold like, I was going to say hotcakes, but let's say chocolate chip cookies. But it'll be out again come mid-July. Of course, it's at Amazon. I have links at goodlifeguy.com. You can get on the list to get a copy of 50 Things to Bake Before You Die. Alice and I will be back right after a short break. Don't go away.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.